Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught. gentlemen welcome back to the mental mastery alliance podcast today is going to be a fun day we have returning for the third time and certainly not the last um our good friend brian staveley welcome back to the show welcome back to the mental mastery alliance we're going to get right into mandela effect we're going to get right into corona we're going to get right into everything and we're going to be swap casting as well so this is going to be live well not live it live as in premiered live on his youtube channel so all of my audience members wondering what i look like you're gonna have to get over to oh it's not even a dose of reality because you've been pulled down haven't you so we're sending it somewhere else now the real news online is the name of the channel will be on that's my primary backup primary backup and then you got your backup backup and your secondary primary backup these fucks eh uh (laughs) (laughs) And you're not the only one. Since we last spoke, I got pulled off of Twitter. Um, apparently, my, my plight to save the children was deemed offensive on the Twitter. So, I don't know. Uh, you know, you just, you never know what, uh, what these guys are going to find offensive or what, you know, what's going to happen. Um, but this will be live. Well, premiered live again. And again, welcome back to this show. And I'm honored to be on your show again as well. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. I, I, had a, I had a blast the last two times, so it's no problem coming back. You know, once you ask me, I'm like, yeah, I got, I'll fit it in somewhere. We'll figure it out. Yeah, damn we Well, you keep, you, you keep entertaining the shit out of me. I have to say that. And there's not a lot of people, um, like individual people, that have consistently been informative and entertaining. I mean, you're, you're just a guy who doesn't like what the fuck's going on, and you're out there talking, exposing, showing, sharing, pointing flashlights into the dark spaces that nobody wants a flashlight shone into. Uh, and you're just out there every single day doing this stuff. I, I remember when the, the pandemic first hit, we were all of the same opinion. Like this shit's, it's just so weird. And you're like, well, I'm out here on flights. I'm flying around with no mask on and nobody's saying shit. And, yeah. and the other one that caught my eye was you out on the beaches, right? Mm-hmm. If, you, if you turn on the news... All the every single thing on the news was the beaches are shut down. LA shut down the beaches. You can't even get onto the beaches. And then there's Brian yep. with his camera hanging out on the beach with tons of other people. Yep. Been what's, doing it the whole time. What's what's your take on that? What do you think the what what do you what what is your take on on this? What is going on? Well, I mean, the way that as far as, uh, you know, us being on the beaches and everybody being told it's closed, it's literally almost like people living in separate realities. And I mean, I'm not even getting into like Mandela effect type stuff yet. No, no. I'm just saying it, it's like the media has a lock over everybody's mind 
And you'll notice time and time again, well, you've seen my videos. What we've been doing is we're trying to go out and the main thing is to show people to have courage and just live their lives. Tell the business opens to open, tell people to fucking go out to the park, go out to the beach. But we found out every time when the media says that these things are closed, that they're, they're not closed. The, the furthest that the cities have really gone as far as closing beaches is closing main parking lots. They aren't kicking people off the beaches. Um, there's almost no police presence anywhere, but even at times where it's crept back a little bit in the last several weeks or whatever, like we heard one beach was totally closed. The cops are going to be there. They're going to give everybody fines for not wearing a mask and they're going to kick people off the beach. Well, you know, I didn't wear a mask and you know, I went to the beach and well, if you watch the videos, you know, they didn't kick us off. They didn't kick anybody off. Same thing with the flights. Um, you know, oh, you can't do, you can't take a flight. You'll have to wear a mask. Well, I'm 11 for 11, no masks during the pandemic on flights into huge airports like LAX. Um, also, the other stuff that you hear, the important thing too is to remember, it's not the police enforcing it. It's literally never the police. The police aren't doing anything about this. It's the media. And I'm sure the police have to see some of the stuff in the media. I wonder what's going on in their brain because they know they're not enforcing it. But if you read the media, it makes it look like, and they'll even tell you, police officers are going to be at so-and-so handing out tickets for not wearing a mask. You go there and it's like three 20-year-old kids with like orange, you know, pullover things, like just working on the side for the city saying, would you like a mask? There's, there's not cops giving uh, tickets out. People's businesses aren't getting shut down. It's ridiculous. It's interesting. We had, uh, there's, a, there's a beach up here where I am in, uh, in Ontario, just north of Toronto. There's a beach called the Wasaga Beach. And there was um, a rally up there. I guess people had been, you know, uh, enough was enough. And they, they organized a rally and, and a bunch of people showed up. And, they, and there was thousands. I don't know the exact number. Uh, but there was thousands of people up there. And then on the news immediately afterwards, they're like huge spike in, in the Rona. Um, of course right afterwards and what blows my mind about that is like people people accept that so when this all started we had a we had a a 14 day to 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 flatten the curve um and and there was an intubation period and there was a this and there was a that now flash forward to all that shit's just out the window um flash forward to, to 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 the rally uh uh, up in Wasaga Beach, and you have an announcement almost like the next day or the, or the day after that all these tests, everybody came back positive, which means if, if for, for that to be true, then people would have had to have gone and partied up in Wasaga Beach uh, and then immediately gone and got tested. Like from the party, they would have had to go to a testing facility and shove something eight feet up their nose. Yeah. Well, not only that, it's like you uh, alluded to a second ago. Well, I mean, it completely contradicts what they were saying about the 12 day thing. So they're they're trying to tell you that if you look around, some of the most dangerous people are the people with no symptoms. They're asymptomatic because it takes 12 days to present itself. But then on the other hand, like you're saying, when they want to run a disinfo story because people went out to the beach, oh, the next day, everybody has it. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like the whole, the whole thing is completely, and that's what this whole thing is. This whole thing is complete contradictions. Um, if you really read through all the paperwork that businesses are taking, like from the CDC or like over here in Ventura County, this, the, the language in there is unbelievable. Like these are suggested guidelines. And then it lists all these COVID things. These are things to consider. It says, it doesn't say these are laws that we're going to come in and shut you down. Um, we went, you know, recently to Huntington Beach because we heard there was a restaurant there, Basilico's, that has been open the entire time. 
Not only are they not enforcing masks, even the servers and cooks, nobody's wearing a fucking mask in the whole place, okay? They've been doing it the whole time. Nothing's happened to them. They're pumping people in and out of there. There's no social distancing. The place is packed like sardines in there. And then we find out when we go back to the beach a week later, there's this woman with an antique shop. She's been open the whole time. And in fact, she's seen the stories in the media how she's going to get a $1,000 fine or $2,000. She keeps her business open. She called the health department and said, so if I stay open, are you going to give me a $1,000 fine? And they said, well, we're going along with the state's mandate, but we're not enforcing it. That's what it is everywhere. Everybody's just cowering down to this. And I'm telling you, man, if people would just stand up, it would have already been over. Where's it going? I don't know where it's going, man. And I can't believe it's going on this long. But if people don't stand up, it's never going to end. Literally, we keep finding businesses that have been, not a ton of them, but we keep finding that have ones that have been stayed open the whole time. They haven't got a fine. I took 11 flights. I haven't worn a mask. We keep going to beach after beach. It's a completely different reality than what they're portraying in the media. No, and people are still scared of the cops. And we, you know, I know I'm going on long here, but man, stop being scared of the cops. They're not going to do anything about this. And even if you thought you were going to get a ticket for a mask, well, don't wear the mask. Take the ticket. Either wipe your ass with it or appeal it or do something. Don't put a mask on for these people. Fuck them in their ticket. What's their money mean to you? Your life? <laughs> it, it it's crazy and on the flip side of that though you introduced me to uh jesus i'm drawing a blank on his name mac or pac uh, mm-hmm. up here and and mac. in in canada and uh he he did get shut down like they enforced it on him and they 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 ran a brutal hit piece on him so yeah is that so when we've got and again i'm not trying to i'm not trying to dissuade what you've just said because you're i think I think what happened with him was this is the guy. He looks the part. We need to, we need to flambase somebody and this is the guy. Yeah. Did, is there a yeah. follow-up to him? Cause I, I didn't, I didn't check with him. Is he still shut down? Did he pay fines? Do you know? Yeah, no, he's, he's still shut down. I don't think he's going to go back to open in that, yo- that yoga shop. And that's, and that, and, and that was all because uh, he decided to stand up for himself. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know the story, he was going around, debunking the um, the hospitals at the time that they were saying everybody's going nuts. This was at the time where all the hospitals and all the nurses were doing those horrible, horrible videos on uh, TikTok, carrying dead people around, tagged with COVID and all that sort of stuff. Um, uh, it's funny. It's not cancel well, they, culture horrible. They would, have, they, would have, they would have more of an incentive to want to come after him for that, you know, than just a regular business owner, obviously, for what you're saying. These regular business yeah. owners with all these restaurants. They don't, they don't want to draw any extra attention uh, to those business owners that just, you know, because if, okay, let's say one restaurant opens and there's 50 restaurants around them and nobody else is following suit. They're the only one. Well, they don't, they don't want to give them too much attention. Uh, Mac already had attention. So maybe that's a little different, you know? He did. And he had the hair and he had the look that said, we got to make an example out of this guy. And then, and then he went at them head on. So it's obvious, like when you attack the news, when you poke the beast, they're going to come back at you. And these guys, they own everything. So it's true. You know, if you, if you keep your bits in line, theoretically you should be okay. And I love, I also love the fact that you're, you know, to anyone that's listening to the show, I don't think I have too many, too many people that are going to be like, Hey man, you know, my grandfather died of COVID. Um, You know, there's, there's, there's so much out there. There's so much disinformation. I was watching uh, at the gym. They pump in CNN for God knows what reason. It's CNN and bullshit music that comes flying into the gym. And it, it's, it's, it's absurd to look at this stuff. Donald Trump 
whether you want to believe him or not or anything like that. For me personally, I think it, every last ounce of all of it is it's all a, it's all a game, something. But yeah. the news, arbitrarily of what you think about Trump, the news was saying, you know, Donald Trump doesn't know what he's talking about. Donald Trump shouldn't be discharged. Donald Trump doesn't know how he feels. Donald Trump's downplaying this. So the news is like, hey, buddy. Like, Donald Trump's like, hey, this is what's going on with me. And the news is like, no. No, that's impossible. You don't know, right? So when you're watching, when you watch that shit live, like when you watch Trump say something and the news be like, no, you're wrong. He's like, fuck you, I'm living it, you know? It's, it's such an interesting, it's such an interesting time to be alive. And, you know, and for the longest time, guys like you and me, we were the crazy ones. But then this, the amount of push that this, is, that this has created is, is, you know, it's waking people up. People are becoming more and more aware of, of all of this stuff. So you and I don't seem so crazy anymore. And I bet, I mean, I know personally I have lost, like there was a lot of angst I felt towards the situation. And now I'm kind of not angsty at all. You know, now I'm kind of like, hey, this is, this is really doing a lot of good. Because when you get past the bullshit of the, of the quote unquote deaths, the fake deaths, the crazy inflation of numbers, when you get past all that sort of stuff and you look at how it's changing society, you know, for the better, we have a ton, we have a ton of people that want to be like, I'm a victim and this, this cost me my job and this is this, this is that, right? But then we have, we have a growing population of people saying, yes, these shitty things happen but I am resilient. I will overcome and I will learn and grow from this. I think, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to lose followers maybe for this, but I think that there's more benefit than negative that has come as a whole in a society that has come from the Rona. Um, Well, I mean, there are some things, a lot of people are certainly pulling their kids out of the schools finally. I mean, but it's crazy for those that don't. I mean, it's absolutely insane, but at least it's triggering a lot of people to pull them out and homeschool them and things like that. Um, You know, and there's pros and cons for sure, you know, because there are some pros when people can work at home, um, they can be closer to their family more often, right? Uh, But then another con is when people get too used to doing everything online and virtual reality and all that, they get disconnected from nature and these things. So there's always going to be a little bit of a balance there, you know? Yeah. And, and, but you're, you're aware of that balance. So you would, you yourself would walk the line, right? But the, the people will wake up and, and then walk the line once they've woken up. But it's funny to think like you and I, you know, we've gone through, we've gone in our lives, the conspiracy hole has dragged us all over the place. So, you know, it's funny to think about the homeschooling, like these, like the powers that be have indoctrinated us since day one. The education system is an indoctrination system. And now they're saying, now the same system is saying, don't put your kids in school. You know, yeah. it's, it's like, it are they saying, what, what's your take on that? Do you think that, do you think that the powers that be or the system is like, take your kids out of school or they're like, or they think that you'll, the kid, like everyone will just do as they say, no matter how absurd they get. I don't think that I don't think they're trying to like help us and sway us to take our kids out of school. I know some people might look at it like that. I think they're just really just trying to go full bore and make things fucking ridiculous. Um, and those of us that have eyes to see, though, we'll all we're all gonna weed ourselves farther and farther away from that matrix and their bullshit because of this. Um, some people will get completely lost in it, but it is backfiring to a point, like you said earlier. More and more people are waking up. Um, you know, it's just like anything, just like with nine 11, right? It's, it, it brainwashed so many people. So many people still believe all the stupid rabbit trails, but it sparked that in people. It woke me up, right? It woke a lot of people up. Um, but even more in depth than that, like when I was out the other night, 
I don't know if you saw, but last night I put a video up. We showed an hour and a half of footage that we did on Huntington Beach. And we just street interviewed everybody, and uh, including a doctor that I got in it with and completely was a complete piece of crap, lied in my face. <laughs> but there were people everywhere that I would talk to about Corona, and we would ask their thoughts and kind of let them go. And I had like seven or eight people tell me about the death certificate scam. On the streets, we're not targeting people to say, hey, who looks like a truther, who doesn't? We're just walking up to everybody. Would you, would you like to give us your thoughts on Corona? We let us record. And everyone that said, yeah, we put it on the show. And like seven or eight of them brought up the death certificate scam. Or they had a family member that had somebody that died. And then on the death certificate, they wrote COVID and they knew it wasn't COVID. Or they knew the details about the $13,000. All people all over the street, you know? And then it's like they just got to get to that next step, man, and just realize, okay, well, if they're frauding those death certificates – with that, what do you think they're doing with the flu numbers? And it's the same thing. They're just labeling it COVID. You know? what's, the, what, what's, what's the intention with the frauded death certificates? What's the benefit there? They're getting $13,000 from the government, the hospitals, if they put COVID on the death certificate as the cause of death. Um, and basically anybody that goes into a, a morgue or anything, it's COVID until proven otherwise. And you could, I mean, you could literally get hit by a car. You have coronavirus in your fucking system. They're going to write down COVID. And coronavirus is something people already have in the system. Coronavirus is real. COVID-19 is not. Yeah, coronavirus is on the back of a Lysol jar. Uh, Lysol cures corona. 99.9%. <laughs> so I'm going to jump back. Chicago mayor? Did you see the Chicago mayor with the whole fucking costume and all that? I've seen. This is, this is the, the scary looking woman, right? I've, yeah. seen, I've seen her do stuff. It took me forever to realize that she was the mayor of Chicago, but she looks like death incarnate. Now, I'm not going to sit here, and, and this, is, this isn't a show that's going to make fun of how people look, but she is scary. She's terrifying, and, and, and she's, she's mandating certain things, and she's doing certain things, and she's acting a certain way, and she's pushing a certain amount of hate, which is no good. Yeah. I, I personally think that all the – and I know she's a mayor, not a governor, but I'll throw her in this camp with the 50 governors. The way these governors act, I really think that they're actors. And I, and I know we all know politics is scripted, or a lot of us do. I'm taking it to the level where, I, and maybe they were real politicians at one point to work their way up. But the, the way that they act, like, say, Newsom out here in California, or the Chicago man, how over the top they are, I don't think that they can really believe in their head that they're in a real uh, situation. I think that they, they are playing a part, because if they weren't playing a part, they wouldn't make that image look so bad. Those type of people, they don't care about re-election or anything. Look at the things that they say to their, the people in their states and in their city. They, and the reason they have no problem saying it and putting on a bad image is because that's not really who they are. They're, they're another person, in my opinion. They're just well, playing Gavin, a role. Gavin Newsom, um, on his Twitter or Facebook or whatever, on his banner photo, had a, a, like a group picture. So it was like, it's like him at a rally or whatever. And there's a guy in the background with his hand up. And he's got his like finger like, like this or whatever. Uh, but it's it's doctored and edited, and it's a it's a boy love. It's they've turned it into a complete boy love triple triangle. Um, uh -huh. And so uh, Tommy G called him out on that, and they actually changed it. Like this, another podcaster called him out and put him on blast. He had a blue check mark on Twitter. Put him on blast, and they changed the picture. So wow. Gavin Newsom is he's you know if there is a cabal and if there is all this sort of stuff, like you said, these guys are actors. They a hundred percent. Right, just like uh, what's his name? Their nipple rings, Cuomo. Yeah, he. This guy, this guy sits in front of the TV and sits in front of the camera, and he he can't, he can't possibly believe what he's saying, you know. Um, and it's an interesting, you know, it's an interesting aspect, sort of where they are and, and and the politics of it. If you look at the colored states, who's doing what? As far as I've seen, too, Florida's wide open. 
like Florida itself is, is apparently wide open. It's a no mask, no nothing. No, I think there's, I think I saw somewhere there's like five or six States that are, that are just wide open. Yeah. Like it's like Florida, Georgia, and on this, like three other ones. And we've got another, another sect where everyone's being crushed and nobody's, nobody's really, it doesn't seem like anyone's doing anything other than fighting. And this is one of the things where you were not talking before the show. We're, we're, you know, like if, if you, if you don't agree with me or if you're for that, then you're automatically against this and our own movement in our own, you know, our community, you'll see a lot of people, you know, will shit on you. You, I mean, your specific, your go-to in case any of my listeners haven't followed Brian's go-to, his main source of knowledge is, is the Mandela effect. And it's one of the most fascinating uh, quote unquote conspiracies. It's one of the most fascinating topics that we're not allowed to talk about, you know? Um, and, and if, if I'm sure you've run into, you know, your fans or your followers who have been following you for a long time. And then all of a sudden like, Oh no, he's a shill. He said Chipotle or some shit. And you're like, you're like, he's, he's wearing, he's wearing baseball gear. He's a shill. He's, he's selling out. How is he flying all over the country? He's a shill. He's working for the man. Like, who the fuck oh, I, was told, I was told, I, I was told I'm a shill cause I took all these flights dude. It costs like 120 bucks to fly across the country right now. Uh, and everybody. <laughs> free money from the government i'm doing on their unemployment i mean everybody knows they're getting free money right now (laughs) no it's ridiculous it's ridiculous and and people just think you know what i laugh about with that movement is like you're gonna be calling me a shill like you're not doing anything what why are you attacking the people that are doing it now that's one of those things that i came across too i have had and i can point it out to you it's funny i have had actual conversations with bots uh, and i can think of two of them off the top of my head who are full on Facebook profiles, but they're bots. When we're all done here, I'm actually going to write a note of that. So I'm going to tag you in the combo so you can read it. And I'm talking to the bot and the bot is legit talking back to me, like doing really well for like, uh, you know, uh, uh, an early generation computer thing. And I'm like, I'm learning. I'm like, this is, I need to know. I'm making a note of that now. Bots. I got to send that to you. I'll tag you in that afterwards. Um, and, and it's fascinating. You now back to what we were talking about before you brought up a point. Now I had a fellow on the show. Um, I don't remember which episode it was, but the gist of it was the, um, the main trial run for nine 11 essentially was Pearl Harbor. Right. And the main trial run for this particular virus that they're doing was AIDS. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, Absolutely, I agree 100% with it. Yeah, and, and I, I can get back into that. We can touch on that AIDS thing a little bit more because people, don't, like, people think AIDS is terrible. I know, and this is something that you, you never hear about. I know a couple of gay men that, are, that have AIDS. And then he told me, he's like, I've got AIDS. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, aren't you going to die a horrible death where your skin turns inside out? Right? He goes, no, man. He's like, he's like we just live with it now. It's, it's not even a thing. It's not even something that, that you worry about. And I was like, oh, okay. And like, that was the end of it, right? But then, you know, all of this stuff, like in the 80s, I mean, if you didn't die from the hole in the ozone layer, AIDS was going to get you, you know? And that, that's... Look at the whole Magic Johnson. I mean, how much of a shill was he with his whole thing? I mean, that whole thing. And then he comes back and I don't think he was ever sick. Come on, man. And then he's back in the NBA after they they pulled him out because everybody was scared he was going to get blood on him if they got a cut during the game. That pushed fear through the whole nation, the whole world, anybody that was watching that. Yeah. Um, it's just crazy. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. One man, one man is the face of AIDS, you know? 
and that that's and that and that changed like that changed the demographic oh my god magic's got it if magic can get it you can get it look what they did to easy e easy e's fine hopping around bah, 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 and now, now you're dead of aids right so maybe that was easy e's plight maybe easy e didn't die maybe it was just he was supposed to create fear if the hardest man in the country could die of aids you know who knows? I well, mean, we know, I mean, I mean, we don't have to go too deep down this, but we know that the whole hip hop in the nineties and the East West and all of that was completely engineered along with the, the private prison systems and all that. So none of that would surprise me if easy was just put up to do that, you know? But, well, yeah. A hundred percent because these guys were, they were all just actors. Like every single thing that you've ever seen, if you've ever seen it on the shiny box, it's, it's, it's a derivative. It's, it's been handed to you. It's fake. It's, it's fake. fake. Anything yeah. TV is fake. Yeah. Anything. A hundred, like I used to be like, I used to be like, what are you talking about? Like when I was growing up, one of the things that I loved was David Attenborough and his, and his planet earth series, right? BBC. I'm like, this is fascinating. And then when you start, when it's, that's one of those things that's really hard to let go of. Like when you start, when it starts making sense, you're like, like, fuck you Attenborough. Like you have to know this. Right. And then you think about guys who also have to know. And there are so many people out there that have to know this. Granted, it's easy to trick a teacher, right? If you ask, but if you, if you flat out asked a physics teacher how the fuck water bends, they'd be like, uh, I, I, you know, and then their cognitive distance would just kick into whatever it was that they were taught. So these people aren't hurting you specifically. They were just taught a lie and then they're handing that lie down to you. Just like rich parents create rich children, not by handing them money, but by handing them ideologies, by handing them thoughts and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We are born into the challenge that we need to overcome ourselves. And if that's indoctrination, then some of us will wake up. If that's not indoctrination, everybody serves a purpose. Everything down here serves a purpose. You brought up something a while ago. I've been, I keep trying to jump back to, but it, uh, it's the 9-11 thing. And, and this one is so right in your face, yet so, so taboo. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's, it's like we all, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a truther. It doesn't matter if, if, if planes hit the world trade, if nothing hit the world trade, if it was missiles, if it was pre, pre-existing explosives. The story, all the stories that you can talk about that can be talked about, I should say, are all irrelevant um, because there's one that nobody's talking about and that's the, that's the truth and nobody knows where that truth is. But you bring up a valid point, one that can be traced, legitimately traced back. What was the death toll? Thirty-five hundred, or thirty-three hundred, or something like that. It, it's 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 sitting at twenty-nine ninety-six right now. Uh, after a recent Mandela effect, where it was actually twenty-eight seventy-one. We can get into that a little bit later. But it's a hair under three thousand right now. Twenty-nine ninety-six is where where it says now. Two thousand nine hundred ninety-six people died uh, at the World Trade Center. Um, well, it, including the pen, including the Pentagon site too. So okay, so the nine eleven attacks. So yeah, the this is, this is the point that you, you talk about quite a bit. And it's one of those, for me, it's like, you don't notice it. You don't think about it. It doesn't, it doesn't even resonate until it's in your head. And that is where are the memorials? Where are the people on Facebook? Where are the family members? If you think about those 3000 arbitrarily people, if each of those 3000 people has four to 10 family members that would reminisce over the world's biggest incidents in North America, but like my, you know, here's to my uncle, here's to my this, here's to my that. That's over 40,000 people in the state of New York alone. That would be like, Hey, you know, somebody I know died and 40,000 people in the state of New York, somebody would tag, somebody would comment, somebody would share. 
the way the world works, you would see or know somebody who knows somebody and you would see on your social media at least one memorial for the people that died. And it's crickets every year. Every year it's crickets every year. Uh, the, the people that do stop by during the year, if I make an elaborate post and, oh, I know this person's uncle's dog, sister who was in the towers, blah, 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 blah. I always challenge them to call in. Every year I open the phones. I've been vocal about my views on this for 10 years. They haven't changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, people know where to find me. And the phone never rings from those people ever, ever, ever. Your, your Facebook feed, Twitter, whatever, should be flooded every 9-11 with we went to see uncle jimmy's grave we went to our aunt's house for a get together there's some just some random pictures of my my friend that died and you don't see any of that and and the other big thing too is new york new york city it's my favorite point probably it's the media capital of the world they tell you 52 people filmed an off-course unexpected jet hit the side of a building but all 52 either just stayed filming the hole or shut their cameras off not one pan down then you have four helicopters not one pan down to film the chaos of the thousands of people supposedly exiting the towers. And you even had street interviews with guys like the Holly guy. There's no video of anybody leaving the towers on nine 11. That'd be the Pulitzer prize winning shot of all time. How can that not exist? Well, that's the thing that they couldn't fake. They couldn't fake and have all those people on the scene. I have a friend of mine who's in Jersey uh, and he was in New York uh, when they came down. So he was, an individual who was in the city and got dust on him, you know? So these buildings came down. I, you know, knowing that what you had said and and looking further into it, and you're right, the social media works in such a way that it will program you to, to be sad and sorrow. It wants you to see the worst. It wants you to see, you know, it wants you to live in anxiety and darkness and in pain. So of course it's going to be a constant reminder unless they don't want you to remember then it just goes by. Then there's a, a moment of this, a moment of that, and, and nothing, nothing really ever comes of it. But you're right. You should be inundated by the algorithm. If it were real, the social media algorithms would inundate all of us with yeah. memory. And, and, and all these other people can go on, on and talk about 9-11, you know, but I can't because I'm not the one pushing the fear with all the other rabbit trails. And not only that, if you start to look into it, yeah, you can start with any of the witnesses you want. You can start with, with Mark Bingham's mother on TV the next day laughing when her son just died on a plane that smashed on TV and everybody watched it. Well, what are you doing laughing the next day? Like, I get it. A year later, reflect on your son and the good times. Maybe you can get a chuckle, but not the day after. Uh, Bob McElvain with his complete script. I lost my son. I lost my son. I lost my son. But then their main, their main guy, their hero, Willie Rodriguez, uh, the, the alleged last man out, the janitor who supposedly kept running back in the building with the firefighters to unlock doors for them as if firefighters are ever going to let a fucking janitor keep running into a burning building with them. His story just goes on and on where he was literally in a caged elevator that filled up with water. Dude, caged elevators were outlawed in 1936 in New York. The towers weren't started until 69. There were no caged elevators in there. He claims he dove underneath uh, a, a specific fire engine and it got crushed by all the rubble and they pulled them out. out. Just all this fucking ridiculous nonsense uh, all the all they witnesses it all falls apart and then there's a lot of people i would say 90 percent of the truth community still won't go here and, and look at what i'm saying about the victims and all that um this this video is gonna have to go up on d live later <laughs> not my youtube <laughs> but yeah let's continue um so you know 
where was I? So if you if you start to look into the witnesses and all the videos, like Kenny Johanneman, for instance, there's all these stories about bombs went off in the basement and then the towers came down. And this guy, Kenny Johanneman, who was supposedly with Willie Rodriguez, they claim they pulled this guy out of the elevator who blew up in the elevator. He was so covered in blood that his shirt looked like it was a red shirt and they dragged him out. Meanwhile, he's given this interview on the street wearing a fucking white like catering shirt, completely clean dude, not a drop of fucking blood, dirt, grime, fucking nothing on him, nothing on him. And then, um, you know, most people I know now that are in the truth community, they know that NASA is a complete fraud. Uh, mm -hmm. They might not have the same conclusions, but most people with half a brain knows that NASA is a complete fraud and the imagery is fake. Would you agree with that? It's impossible not to agree with that. Uh, I also challenge any of my listeners right now uh, to send us an email or, or to, to connect with us uh, anywhere on any of the social medias. If you, if you, if you still believe or if you want to talk about it, or if it's even of, of importance about the moon landings being real, uh, that's, that's an interesting topic. Um, not, not in, in the way it used to be interesting. It's interesting now in how could you possibly believe these truths continuously? And, and here's the thing. So when you start to look into that topic in that area, you come across things like uh, Rob Simmons, the NASA guys, is he, you know, Earth's Photoshop, but it has to be. And there's all this fakery when you start to look at the imagery. And what, the reason I'm, I'm switching over to NASA real quick, and, and I say most my people, you know, most people get this, is because I'm trying to relate you back to 9-11. Because if you look through the 9-11 memorials, like the CNN memorial and the Voices for September memorial, you will find the same blatant photoshopping and all those pictures of the victims. And it, I mean, there's thousands of fake pictures in there. And there's also 2,600 missing death certificates. It's like, how many things of fakery do you need before you realize it's all completely fake? And the one thing that most people will bring up, or, or even audience members that, and again, you know, ladies and gentlemen, if people did die, we're not denouncing that it's a possibility. There is a chance that it did happen this way. But what we're saying is the story is told to us is so riddled with holes that it doesn't, it just, it begs, the, it begs the question. So have you ever been around a group of uh, other people like us, like-minded and they're like, and talking back to the moon landing and they're like, man, you know, they, they make memes and they make fun of people like, Oh, they believe the moon landing, you know, because they saw it on TV. Well, I, I say the same thing to the told truth community. You believe 3000 people died on nine 11 because you saw it on TV and documentaries. Yeah. Well, yeah, a hundred percent. But you know, why, why, why is that the case? Why is that where it is? Why do we have to, why do we have to always play safe? Even when like, even when we're not trying to be politically correct, we still have to be like, well, it might've happened. Like, I don't want to sit here. I mean, this is a free thought podcast. This podcast is designed to get you out of the funk to get you out of the fog. This is what it's all about. It's do good in business, do good in life, do good in yourself. Free thought. Don't just blindly accept. And again, if, if people don't like what I have to say, I'm sorry. You know, it, it, you yeah, can turn well, me off. You clicked on my yeah. face. This is, this is the case here. This show is, is all about that sort of thing. And I want to know why we have to say these things, why we can't just have a free conversation about the possibilities that you may be right. And then what comes yeah. up, people will say, they'll bring up, tidbits they'll be like it, what you're saying can't be right because i saw video of men jumping out of the burning hole oh i can get into that i mean the jumper footage is completely fake but before i get into the jumpers and don't let me forget just like when you're saying why do we have to uh play it safe we don't have to play it safe i mean if we want to coddle these truthers we have to play it safe and, and at certain points like in our facebook conversations to draw in the normies obviously 
nobody died. This is all fake. That's not the best approach. You know, I get that. (laughs) Um, But I do, for for me, like personally, for me to play it safe, like not play it safe, but for me to feel like uh, I make the right instinct off, I'm calling everything fake until it's proven real. That's where I'm at. And I've been at that point for a long time. And when we talk about the jumpers, the jumpers on 9-11 completely staged. Um, They don't even, if you look at the footage of the jumpers, they are coming out windows. Uh, All these people are coming out windows that are, opening uh they are about four foot tall windows and they're opening and in reality the world trade center uniformly had all seven foot shatterproof windows that did not open what they're showing you for jumpers on 9 11 is completely staged so the people coming out of the buildings about to jump and hanging out the windows that's just the stage set filmed somewhere else and there's a lot of other discrepancies between the real buildings and the stage set that we could point out at any time. And then when you get into the Photoshop, uh, the jump is this Photoshopping going on, this CGI. And I pointed out a lot of that in depth on some of my more in-depth 9-11 shows without doing all visuals and stuff. It's hard to just say, oh, that's all fake. Just believe me. But if you really look at the imagery of the jumpers, oh, my God, it's, it, it's really, really bad. Yeah. I- <laughs> you know who filmed the four of them? You know who filmed four jumpers? Neil deGrasse Tyson. We haven't seen that video yet, though. He's credible. What do you mean he filmed them? <laughs> That's what he says. His claim is he was in New York on 9-11, and he, he filmed four different jumpers on, on video. Did, did, I love this topic. I love this conversation. I love this podcast. I love this episode. I think you're fantastic. Did, where, did, where did Neil deGrasse Tyson come from? Did, is there an origin story behind him? Because we all know where Bill Nye came from. He was that television guy when we were all younger. I don't know. I don't know. I never really... Because went that far back to see. I don't know. Did he just come out of nowhere? I, I don't know. Are you saying he just came out of nowhere? Did you did you try to look? Are you seeing? Loose I'm asking ends? you. I mean, you're the guy. You're the guy I go to for answers. I. Yeah, I, don't know. I think I, I forget where he came from. Well, it's funny because, you know, he's supposed to be this guy, and 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 everybody that wants to hate on us, quote unquote truthers. You know, Neil deGrasse Tyson's doing interviews going, the world's a fucking pear. The world's shaped like a pear. It's like, oh, okay. Well, if this Did guy says it. I shared? What's I shared his post the other day. His post the other day. He's just like, all you anti-vaxxers, flat earthers, COVID deny, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, you guys deny science while you use a device that fucking talking about we have to believe all these things because cell phones are real basically is what he's saying you have to believe them and i commented on them like so we have to believe we landed on the moon because my cell phone works i mean you know it's it's so ridiculous and that's what they try to do well there'll be signs there's people even in this neighborhood with like signs in the ground that says uh we believe in science well we believe in science too but that doesn't mean we believe in the claims every claims that these people uh that claim to be science make because they're full of shit well and that's a piss off too with, you know, you try to have a conversation with somebody about the COVID-19 vaccine. And what do you get? Oh, you're a fucking anti-vaxxer. Oh, vaccines cured polio. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Who did what? And first of all, I know, look at I can see that look on your face. Let me talk about polio. He says, I got something to say about polio. No, 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 not polio. I was just going to say they want to label you. They want to label you. And if you talk to yeah. people about no mask, they'll be like, oh, you're a Trump supporter. And it's like, yeah, I want oxygen, not politics. It, Go ahead. I'm sorry. Tell me about polio. No, 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 no. You, I thought you were going to jump in on the polio because all vaccines, all vaccines, or not, not vaccines, all viruses are man-made. And, you know, this is one of those things where, you know, people don't want to, people don't want to admit that, but, you know, anything with a patent is man-made. Also, uh, people aren't paying attention to the fact that they want you to wash your hands incessantly for germs, but germs aren't a virus. It's two completely different things. It's pointless. I mean, it's not pointless to wash your hands. Ladies and gentlemen, wash your fucking hands. But 
It's got nothing to do. One has nothing to do with the other. And polio, all these things that cure polio, you know, why don't we talk about the Tuskegee experiments? Why don't we talk about these things when we talk about vaccines? You know, everybody gets something for free. You know, I, the vaccines are such a, such a fascinating topic. I mean, I don't know anyone who's got polio. Uh, I don't know if anybody back in the day knew anyone who had polio. I don't know anything about polio. What I do know is the story. I know that vaccines cured polio. And if you don't like COVID-19, then you are shitting on everyone who ever had polio. And this is, it's such a fascinating, fascinating mindset and spin. And yeah, it, you know, to the, to, the, to the person who is 100% down the rabbit hole, you know, we're just beating our gums here. But there are people listening to my show uh, that are either turning it off at this point or they're like, yes, I have some questions about that. Yes, why does that have to be that way? And when you look at it, it really comes down to overall division. They are pushing division. They, it's not that, oh, you don't believe the vaccines are, why don't you believe that? Like you said, it's immediate. Oh, you don't think Max are good? You must love Trump, right? Now, here's the thing. To throw back in their face, my thought would be, if you, so what you're saying, basic, based on your logic, if you don't like Trump, then you like Biden. So you're going to go ahead and vote Biden in as the leader of your free country? Yeah. <laughs> How on earth? Well, it- these people have lost all thought. The people that are tied in the political realm and the left, right. I mean, they literally just go with whatever they, it's a total group thing. They just don't have any individual thought. And they, they always, even when we, you'll see this a lot. Like when me and Steffi go out, they always try to put that on us. Oh, so you're a Trump supporter. Oh, you're this. And it's like, no. Uh, And they always have to bring it back into that paradigm. They can't escape it. They can't understand that we don't play politics. I don't play what's on TV. And, and, and this is a good thing for you. You said you had some people that might not really be on board with us that might be watching your show. Here's an important thing. You might have heard us say some things that might sound outrageous to you about Corona or 9-11. Mm-hmm. But what I want to tell you is stop trusting the media and the TV and the screen. Go by what you experience. And I personally and others have been to hospitals and urgent cares and everywhere looking for this pandemic. It doesn't exist. There's nobody sick around me. I've been in as the public of places you could be, every beach I can get to. I've been in the airports. Um, I've never quarantined. I've never wore a mask. I'm not sick. It's not reality. People really do get sick and die every year, just like normal. And just some of those are getting reclassified as this COVID-19 thing that doesn't exist. But even if you know somebody, guys, and you're listening and say a friend of yours legit when got tested and it said they were positive. Well, he's positive for coronavirus anyways, which is something that lives in the system. He doesn't have COVID-19. And that person probably has a flu, which is why they went and got checked because they tell you that the symptoms basically match. So if you have these symptoms, blah, 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 blah. Oh, you might have Corona. No, I'm just got the flu or a cold dude. But anyways, they go get tested. It comes back positive. It scares the shit out of your friend. They probably told you they have COVID, but you just wait because in a couple of days, they're going to be fine and they're not going to die. Mm. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah. And, and then, you know, why are we all afraid? We're afraid because we're told to be afraid. Tuberculosis. Is anybody afraid of tuberculosis? Is anybody afraid of the flu? Is anybody afraid of the sniffles? Is anybody afraid of car accidents? Has anybody wondered where terrorism went? Anybody? Any, you know, has anybody wondered what's going on with the news other than COVID? Has anybody wondered anything? Or is it just all COVID? And is it just all fear? And are you afraid? Because if you are, then they've won. They are winning if you're afraid. It's... It's a crazy, it's a crazy situation, a crazy scenario. 
because again, you and I can talk and you and I can have these conversations. And right now, as far as it stands technologically, you and I are having a conversation. It just so happens that we're allowing a ton of people to listen to it. <laughs> and they can do what they want with that information. But you have to ask yourself, if you've been triggered by any of this, why? Why are you triggered? Why are you triggered? Why are you triggered by anything that, that constitutes free thought? Why do you feel you have to be at war with me or with Brian or with anyone that disagrees with you? Why don't you understand or why, why do you feel that, that, that this is necessary? And the answer to that question is because you've been tricked into it. The masks, as best I can tell, the masks are, I mean, there's a ton of, 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 of conspiracy theorists out there that are like, it's ritualistic, it's the Satanists, it's pedophiles, it's this, it's that. I've gone down all those rabbit holes and I think that they all exist and there's some validity to all of them. Um, you know, and the one that I've, the one that I've stuck on right now that makes the most sense to me is, is the end of the world, the end of the world being 2012, mm-hmm. right? You and I have talked about, I think we've talked about, I've certainly talked about uh, uh, operation looking glass uh, and how 2012 was as far as they could see. Um, and, how 2012 was the Mayan calendar and all those movies that were leading us up to predictive programming of 2012. I honestly think that 2012 was the end of the reality that you and I came from, or that, you know, that was the end of the reality that was. Um, And now we're into some new reality. It was the end of the world. 2012, I think was the end of the world. Uh, And here we are. There's no, there's no rhyme or reason that, you know, we should be anywhere other than what's that. You wouldn't be alone. You wouldn't be alone in that thought either, especially in my Mandela community. I, that's not my theory, but there are a lot of people that resonate with exactly what you're saying. Yeah, and I, I think you know this is just a obviously this is just a theory that I'm in, where the world's you know maybe there's alternate realities, maybe that maybe everything's merging together, but that also is Mandela. Like if everything's just smashing together now, as opposed to the way it was separated before, um, you know, if 2012 was the end of the world, then you know we have, we have a mass awakening coming and we have a mass growth spiritually coming and if 2012 was the end then what's happening afterwards is is the chaos of the aftermath and with the masks and with with all of this stuff i also think and this is where i was going with this 2012 was the beginning of uh, 2012 was the singularity 2012 was when they flipped skynet when Skynet came online. And I think when you talk about actors and when you talk about politicians and when you talk about people spreading a message and when you talk about people talking heads on the television, I think that there, I think that it's way too controlled. I think that these people are way too organized to, to, to have pulled this off. I don't think that there is any one person pulling these strings. I think that this is, I think it is you think it's an AI run reality. Is that where you're headed? Or I, I mean, think that's, a lot of people believe that too. I, mean, I think it's, I don't think it's an AI run reality. I think, I think AI as of 2012, AI has been making the decisions. Mm-hmm. Right. And that it certainly has seemed to be writing the news stories. Yes. Yes. And, and what I, like what I mean by that is, you know, when people want to talk about, let's, let's take it smaller. When people want to talk about Antifa, people that, denounce Antifa as an organization. Um, Don't understand that Antifa attacked multiple cities on the same day. Their their first outing was 
I think six different cities and they all had the same shirts on (laughs) in every single attack. They all had the same shirts on. So for somebody to denounce Antifa as a, as an organized unit, uh, that doesn't make any sense. Where'd they get their shirts? They fucking, they all went to Kinko's at the same time and accidentally made the same shirts. You know, how'd they, how they organize the way they did. And I think that that's what's going on here. There's no possible way that, I mean, like you said, you know, Gavinor, your Gavinor, <laughs> Governor Newsom, uh, Cuomo, uh, the chick from Chicago. And there's no possible Chicago. way that Chicago, there's no possible way that all these people have the same thoughts. All they're really doing is reading a script. There's no way that? they're going to all act irrationally. They, they act so irrational and over the top. You're going to tell me all 50 of them are just going to do I know you're not telling me that, but people are going to tell me all 50 <laughs> of them are just going to act like that at the same time and no regard for the image at all. Sorry, actors, not politicians. 100%. 100%. So who's writing the script? I don't think, I do not think that there's any one, like people want to point the finger at the Bilderbergs. They want to point the finger at this, that, and anything. You know, if the Bilderbergs were a real thing, we know about them we we wouldn't know about them yeah there's just that shit doesn't leak out and then they say oh it's from alex jones i mean we're talking entry-level gatekeeping stuff that they're throwing at you yeah so there's there's stuff going on and and so one of one of two things you and i live in a place that is way smaller than we could ever imagine it truly is Mm -hmm. um or ai is running the show and when I mean way smaller, I mean, you know, the idea of like the Truman show, right? Truman in the movies didn't want to travel because he was afraid of, and everything had been discovered and all this sort of stuff. But the, his desire to travel ultimately ruined the show. But if a globe exists and we all believe that we're on a globe, then the idea that we can go anywhere outside of the globe there's no desire to travel there's no desire to leave there's no desire to ask where we are where are we we are where we've been told we are and this is all there is yeah and on the globe you just circle around and come back to the same spot rather than go out through the expanse and see what else there is yeah yeah and it's it's like this is okay so you know in this in this theory in this realm we could talk about flat earth we could talk about concave earth we could talk about hollow earth we could talk about simulation all of those things are moot points because all of those things have holes. All of those things have credible statements. But the question is, the true question is, where are we? Because we are not on a globe. And no. the, it, like, I don't know where we are. I don't know what we are. I don't know. But I do know what we aren't. And that's, I think, you know, that's kind of where we stand with, with that sort of thing. Because if, if we are, you know, Again, the, the whole statement, you know, symbology will be their downfall. I mean, if you invert all of the measurements, they all come up to, what is it, 666? Like, you know, the tilt oh, and the well, this and uh, that. I mean, if you, take, if you take the curvature formula, the tilt, the speed around the sun, uh, and there's one more too, where 666 is just all in their numbers for the math. And again, people, you can't even say it's coincidence because I'm telling you it's fucking fiction. They made up these numbers <laughs> to have that in there. They're made from scratch, you know? <laughs> I, I, I love to I love to that people are like, no, man, the, the earth's tilt. The only way that the seasons work is if the earth is on a tilt, right? But what, and people love to state that, but what they don't understand is that for the earth to be on a tilt, it would imply that there's an up and down in the universe. And that blows people's minds. It, well, it doesn't blow their minds. They don't get it. They can't, they can't grasp. The, that doesn't make sense to them. It doesn't compute. So, you know, we, all we can do is, is deduce with the information that we have. 
And we certainly and, ain't on. We certainly ain't on a ball. We ain't moving through endless space. We're not spinning. People aren't living upside down. All of NASA's imagery is fake, and they have a clear anti-humanity, anti-God agenda, in my opinion. And uh, it's it's flat everywhere we can measure, and still. Uh, but you know what's out past certain points that we don't have access to. How the hell could I say? But everything they're presenting with their model is a huge, huge lie. Have you looked much into Operation High Jump? Yeah, I mean, back in you know five or six years ago when I first got into this thing, Operation Fishbowl, Operation High Jump, sure. The 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 bird, uh, what's his name, Admirable Bird, Admirable. I don't trust. I don't trust. I don't trust him at all. Yeah. Yeah. No. It, the, what I like about it is there's, you know, in my mind, there's truth in everything, right? And so he's like, I saw land bigger than Antarctica or whatever. And I'm like, eh, how? You know, how are you going to see this stuff? But then again, you know, therein, therein lies the next round of information, which is jet engines uh, aren't what we think they are. And they've also been Mandela. That one pissed me off because I like the way the jets used to look. Um, the When he says, I, you know, they called it Operation High Jump, which implies hollow earth. You're going to jump down into the center of the earth. Why else would they call it high jump? Um, and then he's talking about additional lands. And I mean, there's so much, there's so much stuff that it would just be fun to be like, Hey, you know, if somebody just said, all right, all right, here's the deal. <laughs> We've been lying to you this whole time, but now you can fly past Antarctica and go check out some other stuff. Right. Yeah. That'd be cool. And it'd be nice. Yeah, be cool. <laughs> yeah. It'd be cool. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to go fucking check this out. If they, if they fucking came clean tomorrow and told everybody all this shit, I think people would let most of them off the hook, man. Like, okay, cool. Let's get past it now. You know? Yeah. But the lies just keep getting stacked and stacked. And they're hiding us from our true self. They're hiding us from what God created for us. Uh, we have no idea what's past Antarctica. And honestly, I think the key is more at the North Pole. And uh, we don't know what's there. You know, we don't know we don't really know shit about what's in a lot of different directions because we can't get out there, you know? We also but don't even know what directions are. We just assume that there's a magnetic north and that's fact, right? We don't know. What the fuck is magnetic north? How do we know what's up and what's down? How do we know what's anywhere? Because, and here's one of the things, that, and I'll put this, I'll lay this gauntlet down to anybody. Take a, take a map and line up the time zones and tell me what it actually looks like. Make the time zones straight, completely straight, and tell me what the fuck that looks like. I've never seen this done anywhere, anywhere. The time zones work in North America, so that tells you that time was invented in North America. But the minute you look over at Europe, the time zones are fucked. If you try to find a time that's located, in, you know, how is Russia and... Uh, Wow, I just lost it. Spain, in the same time zone. Certain cities, how are they in the same time zone? How is it even possible? And then people are like, well, it's the curvature of the earth that puts them in the top. And it's like, fuck, you know, pay anyone, anyone that's got math on the brain, anyone that loves puzzles, just take all of the time zones in every single city that you know in a time zone and line them up. One, two, three, four, five o'clock, six o'clock, seven o'clock, eight o'clock. And then go right back around again and just see what the globe looks like when you line them up perfectly. Mm -hmm. I would love to see that. I'm, and this, again, I lay that down to your audience that's watching this. I lay that down to my audience that's listening to this. If anyone comes up with that, I'll Venmo them 50 bucks. There you go. <laughs> there you go. 
Uh, okay, let me let me state this. The first person that sends it to anyone, me gets 50 when bucks. Anyone, when you say if anyone sends it to you, you mean if anybody maps it out on the globe in a sensible fashion the way that they're presented to us? Is that what you're saying? Take No, 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 no. I'm saying take the time zones. Take a piece of paper if you want, just an arbitrary piece of paper, and try to put into place. Actually, yeah, it would have to be how it looks on the globe. But with the cities, I don't even know how that would even look because it doesn't make sense. You can take a globe and then you know, you know, basically you know what the globe looks like. I'm doing air quotes, ladies and gentlemen. You know what the globe looks like. But if you, instead of just have it the way we think it looks, if you have it done by time zones, if you, if you separate the cities by time zones, all the time zones that, all the cities that are in those time zones, if you separate the, oh, I the time zones. Yeah, they would be like shifted over to fit like where they're not. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Sure. If you, okay. So I'm actually just going to pull this up here. I'll just, uh, on my thing, you've got your computer there. Time zones, map of time zones. So I go to images, right? And then you, if you look at North America, it looks like it makes all sense, right? Because the, the, the pictures are all fancy and they're like, this is the one, this is the two, this is the three. But when you actually look into the cities, they start, the, the time zone lines start bending left and right and left. And they, and some cities are like, this is like, there's like this time zone, then this city's in this time zone, which is this time zone. And then it's over here, then this yeah. city. Anyway, it's hard to figure out, ladies and gentlemen, and that doesn't apply to everybody. I'm not going to pay 50 bucks to every single one that comes, but the first person you're going to get $50 Venmo or PayPal or whatever. Cause I want to see it. A minute so I can get a water and use the bathroom real quick. Yeah, pause it up. Go right ahead. All right, I'll be right back. By the way, you should always be prepared for this show. You know it goes long. <laughs> he, uh, I could do uh, dead air right now or I could just keep talking. Um, and for his audience, I might just keep talking. My audience, you're used to me talking. But what I'm talking about with the, with the time zones is they don't line up. They don't line up and they don't make sense and it's, and it's a bit of a mess. So when you can start asking questions that are, I want to say relevant questions, things that you've never thought to ask before, things that are just out there, things that are left field. And the only way to find what's out there and the only way to find what's left field is to look into left field. You know, you have to be able to go as far out as possible and and then be able to pull it back in. So when you're out there on the absolute fringe, and for some of you right now listening, this is the absolute fringe, but these conversations that I have on this show uh, to me are, are some of the best because you can really test your own knowledge and test your own ability to extend your disbelief, I suppose you could say, or to extend your ability to perceive what's going on. Like when we talked about the 9-11, you know, 9-11, uh, the jumpers in 9-11, I've not done the research on that. And other people, you know, would say, oh, he's a shill. He hasn't done the research or oh, he's uninformed. It's not an area of expertise. I'm not supposed to know everything. And to anyone that is an area of expertise on this, come on the show, come talk about it. Uh, I'm not opposed to having a conversation with everybody about their strengths, what they know, what they, what they know they know. That's the shit that I really like. I love to find out things that I don't know. So when people blast you for not knowing or leave a shit review on your podcast because you don't know something, 
Um, but it speaks volumes about them. And a lot of times you'll find, you know, the universe pushing back. The universe will push against anyone that's doing something. So if there's a hater out there, if you're a hater, if you're sitting there hating, just know that you've been manipulated into hating. You're currently in a state of weakness and you've been tricked into being in that state of weakness. You exist there so that you can get out of it. But you also exist there to rip on other people and make them doubt themselves. And if you can make them doubt themselves, maybe they'll stop. But that's not you. That's not you doing that. What that is, is the universe and the system and the area and the ethos and the energy working through you to prevent other people from getting their shit done. So you're being a puppet to them. That's just my experience and my two cents on that note. Brian's back. Brian, I was saying, I was going to just let it go dead and then edit this out. But then I thought, you know what? I'm just going to occupy the space while you were gone. So I was talking about haters and I was talking about the peanut gallery and everybody talking shit about shit. Anyway, uh, we can get back into what we were talking about. And I don't remember what that was, but you should know that whenever we go live, you should definitely have a couple of bottles of water. (laughs) Yeah, I had two. I drank them both. Now I got two more. (laughs) No, that's good. Um, Yeah. So I don't remember what we were talking about, but we can just roll from there. Um, I I remember one of the last things we were talking about is um, I always default to everything being fake till proven. Otherwise we started talking, you started talking about uh, your time zone thing. Um, That's we were talking a little bit about the, the globe nonsense before that and the NASA nonsense yeah. and uh, go wherever the, you want from there. I mean, the time zone was, but- was, that was, that was a thing. I want people to look into that. And then when you were gone, I was just stretching it. Like everybody go as far left as you possibly can so that you can come back to center with new information. Mm-hmm. Your center makes more sense when you've spent time on the fringe. And that's, that's an absolute fact. Um, now as a Mandela guy, we've been on the show now for an hour or so, and we've not even talked about Mandela effects. So what are some of the new ones you've been, you've been posting some of these new Mandela effects. Are you still doing a lot of work on the Mandela effect or are you, are you just wrapped up a little bit now in the, in the Corona and sort of dealing with the world around us? I still am am. like a couple of weeks ago. I did a bunch of little short videos. Um, I'm actually going to put out a, a, four minute video showing somebody that's affected again after this. I still do a lot of it. I do definitely do a lot of stuff on Corona because that's, you know, so important right now, but yeah, I still, I still do a lot of it. Absolutely. Have you gotten any further on, on, on where you think it's coming from? No, not since the last time we talked, Yeah, you know, no, it's, it, and that's one of those things where like, it's such a fascinating topic and, and uh, how, it's almost like you don't need to answer how or why it's coming from. Just the fact that we're observing it coming is happening. It's happening and nobody can deny it. And everybody that tries to deny it, I prove time and time again that they are affected themselves. That's the approach I take, you know, because uh, it makes it more personal with people. I think if they think, Oh, well this person's going through it, but I'm not, I'm not affected and blah, 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 not important. No. When I show that you are affected and like, you know, Hey, where's the, where's the engines on the jet plane? And they say under the wings and then you show them, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, Hey, what animal lie with the lamb? And they say the lion and you show them it's the wolf, you know, everybody's affected. There are no exceptions. Yeah. It, and, and, and some, some people are affected by different ones and it, you know, mm-hmm. I had a laugh actually one of our neighbors, uh, one of our neighbors handed my sister a bunch of kids books and one of them was the Berenstein bears. And I said, look at this. I said, does this look right to you? And she goes, no, that used to be Berenstain. I'm like, it's never been Berenstain. Can you believe that? She's like, what are you talking about? We grew up with Berenstain. This is just a different thing. I'm like, no, 
this is it. And it's funny that I had the opportunity to, to do like, to me, Berenstain was where it started, you know? And I got to show that to my sister. I, I guess it's not a topic that I'd ever had with her, but it was neat. And she's like, that's not right. I don't remember that. And I was trying to do, you were talking about, I think you were talking about downloads. Mm-hmm. You were talking about how you can watch somebody download, like their brain just, and then they download the new information. You brought one up. Uh, I even put it on my uh, Instagram story uh, and I got no, I got zero traction. I don't think anybody knew what I was talking about, but it was Mack trucks. It was Mack trucks you yeah. brought up. And I, yeah. and this is the, this is an interesting one for me because in my brain, I actively remember both of them. Wow. That happens sometimes to people. Yeah. And that's good. Like I couldn't say to you, I couldn't say to you growing up, it was Mac or it was Mac without a K. Cause I remember them both. But then, you know, also growing up in Canada, we had a convenience store that was Max, M-A-C apostrophe S. And maybe I'm seeing that cursive because I remember Mac with a K and Mac without a K. And that's, that to me is not, that's never happened with a Mandela before. What has happened is I've taken the Mandela and I've taken the download, but my body has dismissed the download. It's like, no. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. That, that, that your intuition and your trust in yourself is kicking in. That's what I try and let people do not give in to the download and do not give in to the disinfo. This is the disinfo that's less serious than the download. There's the disinfo like, oh, you think the Monopoly man is because the Plantis peanut guy had a monocle. And that's the regular disinfo, but the downloads that people actually take to their consciousness and they want to accept the new information, uh, people like me and you fight it off, you know, and other people, they just accept it and they just keep taking downloads all day. And then there's the new stuff too. There's the new information, things like Black Tom, right? A historical fact that nobody knows about. And that's not only a historical fact. Let's not downplay it. I mean, we're talking about the first terror attack on U.S. soil, and nobody knows about it. And it happened to damage the Statue of Liberty in the in the in the waters between in New York and New Jersey, and nobody knows about it. I mean, come on, we're really talking about we're not talking about some little thing in in you know Des Moines, Idaho, or something. I mean, <laughs> no. No, it was a it was a hub harbor city, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, in case you haven't or are unfamiliar with it, it's certainly something worth looking into. Black Tom is the first attack on uh, New York, um, and also, like he said, the first attack that was ridiculous. This, this was the first terrorist attack. Uh, it also coincides with the fact that the Statue of Liberty has changed islands many times. Oh, yes, that too. It's changed many, many things have changed about the Statue of Liberty. We can talk about it if you want. Yeah. yeah. Want me to specify the thing with the islands? Let's, let's clear that up right now. So <clears throat> Black Tom, we'll talk about that first, then we'll talk about the location and then the cosmetics of the statue. So Black Tom now, because like you mentioned earlier, Pearl Harbor being the template for 9-11, right? That's yeah. because Pearl Harbor was the first foreign attack on U.S. soil. 9-11 was the second. Everybody knows that, but now it's Black Tom. And Black Tom, just real quick, I'll put it on people. Two German spies in 1916. Now, listen to this and think about how have you never heard of this. Two German spies in 1916 snuck in through New Jersey Harbor. They blew off 100,000 pounds of TNT. Some stories are saying a million now. We'll get into that. That's disinfo that keeps coming. But 100,000 pounds of TNT they blew up at a munitions depot on an island called Black Tom Island. 
Okay, so they blew up the munitions depot. The explosion was so huge that it killed five, injured 120, threw a baby into the river, blew out all the glass in low Manhattan, and it damaged the Statue of Liberty so bad that nobody's ever been to the torch. Now, there's a lot of problems with this. First off, how did you never hear of it? Uh, as you, you, we, we got into 9-11 earlier, uh, and I know you told people Mandela affects my thing, and it is, but 9-11 was for many years. Mm -hmm. I can get as as that as anybody, and I had never heard of Black Tom. I've seen every bit of 9-11 footage, documentary, everything. It was always Pearl Harbor, Pearl Harbor, Pearl Harbor. Uh, nobody's ever learned about it in school. And then when you really start to get even into more Mandela effect aspect of it, well, we know people that have been to the torch, but now in this reality, they could have never been to the torch because it's never been open to the public now. And the Statue of Liberty for the new people out there, if I were to ask you, what island is the Statue of Liberty on? What would you say? And I already know what they would say. They would say Ellis Island, and you'd all be wrong. It's never been on Ellis Island in this reality. And all the cosmetic changes, she's actually standing on top of a star fort now, which I've never seen a star fort until like three, four years ago with all this Tataria stuff and all this other stuff coming out. Uh, well, now the Statue of – and if you want to tell me, Brian, those aren't Mandela effects, you just missed those. I could agree with you on that, maybe, because that's not my area of research. But the fact that the Statue of Liberty is now sitting on top of the star fort and always has been, that's ridiculous to me. Uh, she now ha also is like stepping off the platform. Her face keeps getting more masculine. She got chains around the legs. It just keeps changing. Yeah, she's definitely Helios. Um, the, the Statue of Liberty in, let's say, Ghostbusters, for example, was a very feminine statue. And the story was a feminine. And she was coming through. Um, but now you're legit looking at Helios, Helios, the sun God, um, yeah. uh, heliocentric, ladies and gentlemen, the heliocentric system. Helios is a Greek God of the sun. Uh, and he was, um, the Helios statue of, there's a Helios statue. I don't know where it is. You probably do where he's holding the robes that the statue of Liberty is wearing. I don't yeah. know where that's know. positioned, but you can look that up. Anyone online, anyone that's interested in looking that up online, you can look up Helio statue holding robes. Uh, that's a naked statue of Liberty holding the robes that she's wearing. Um, and it also plays into the, the, I think the last time you and I talked about the statue of Liberty, the transgender agenda was all over the place. It was a huge, you know, these are all trannies. Nah, 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 nah. I fell down that rabbit hole uh, just to sort of like look into things. And then, and then you realize that, you know, this, this ain't right. These people aren't, you know, aren't quote unquote trannies and that the Mandela effect plays a massive part in this as well, because you know, and, and I'll let you cover this for, for my audience. Sorry for your audience. Who's already very well privy to it all, but talk about a few of the Mandela effects inside your own body, inside your own body. Yeah, no problem. Well, first off, uh, the most obvious one is the kidneys because you know, even without being any type of person, you know, you don't have to ever look deep into anatomy, but you know why a kidney punch is illegal in boxing because it could kill you because your kidney was unprotected here in your lower back. But now the kidneys are up protected in the rib cage. I'm not even shitting you people. Look it up. Um, yeah, that was a huge one. That was a huge one for me because I remember as a, as a young man growing up, you punched your friends in the kidneys because it, it sucked. <laughs> So you would take a kidney punch and they, and you would yell it. If you punched your friends in the kidneys, I don't know if you did this growing up, but I sure did. You'd yell kidney punch and you'd smack somebody in the, in the lower back. Uh, we were jerks. Uh, that, 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 I don't think you can do that in today's day and age, but yeah. So now the kidneys are up inside and then protected in, in the spinal 
call them. And that is, they've always been there. There's no, there's, you know, when, when you were kids, if you ever yelled, if you ever yelled kidney punch and threw a punch at your friend's lower back, you weren't hitting shit, apparently. Yep. And this is, now guys, when people want to say Mandela affects the PSYOP, I mean, how's the PSYOP being run with an organ shift underneath your body? <laughs> like, yeah. how's that a PSYOP? Your heart has moved. Your heart used to be on the left side. That's why you said Pledge of Allegiance like this. There's so much residue. I did a video on the heart recently. Uh, there's just so much residue in old movies and stuff, like people getting shot here and their cigarette tin will stop the bullet or just people getting cut open and their heart's here. Or all the old operation games, they have the heart on the left side. Your heart's in the center now. That's a big deal. Your heart moved. The path that the food takes from your stomach moved. It has like this upward motion to it now. Um, also, other big ones are on the skull. If you looked at old rock albums, like say in the 80s and stuff, you would find a lot of things like with people with skulls and like snakes going in one eye and coming out the other. That was a very popular type of tattoo design on denim jackets and whatnot. Now that wouldn't even make any sense because behind your eyes now is a plate of bone. Also, other changes to your skull is you have like six little holes drilled in your skull. I think these things could all be for uh, good. I mean, your kidney's more protected. Your heart's protected behind your sternum now. You have six holes that can relieve pressure from your fucking skull, and you got to play the bone behind your eyes. So I don't look at any of that as negative, but it's happening to everybody's body. It's like, it's like your cell phone downloading a software update, a software patch. It's fixing things as we go. You know, if we decide, okay, so, and we've also talked about that. I've talked about sort of how you believe and how you perceive reality. What's, what's your take on it? Do you have, are you any closer to understanding where we are? What, what, you know, where are you leaning towards where we are? Simulation, flat earth, globe earth, you know, with everything that you know, do you have a, a preference? Well, I don't think we're in a simulation. Um, I don't think that I certainly don't think we're on a globe. That's long gone. Um, I think our reality, I, I think the Mandela effect, <laughs> this might sound like the wrong statement. Let somebody sound like this. The Mandela effect isn't a thing. <laughs> uh, there you go. The right, Mandela effect. Yep. For me, the Mandela effect is literally <laughs> the nature of this reality. That's like what you started talking about something earlier where it wasn't like, and you were like, yeah, and if these things were colliding, whatever, it would be like a Mandela effect. And I'm just thinking, yeah, it's always like a Mandela effect because that's the nature of our reality. That's just how it works. Um, I think something big's coming because this thing's speeding up. Now, I'm not a fear porn guy, you know, and I'm not going to say it's the end of the world. A lot of people think it's the end of the world. Uh, a reset's coming. Well, define maybe, that, right? Maybe for me, uh, the veil is getting thinner and thinner and thinner. Uh, until what happens? I don't know, but so, something's coming of this. Um, I think what the purpose of the Mandela effect for a lot of us is, is the creator is giving us the ability to see that this reality is <clears throat> very spiritual, very much influenced by uh, our consciousness, and very much not the physical matrix that all the evil powers that we might have talked about earlier uh, have overlaid over God's green earth. Uh, mm -hmm. There's plenty of beautiful nature out there. There's an abundance of food and resources. Uh, if you go over to your neighbor, I don't know what nationality you are. Let's just say, you, I don't know, whatever you are, white guy. Let's say you go over to your black neighbor, your Spanish neighbor, and he's having a cookout and you just go over and talk to him. Chances are he's going to ask you if you want to eat. And people are not the way that this whole system has portrayed on, on everybody. And I think the Mandela effect is a key to realizing 
uh, a lot of that. And, and for me, you know, I come through different journeys and uh, for me, it's really shown me that there's a spiritual aspect to this realm and that the controllers of this realm will do whatever they can to fight, to hide that. We find that with NASA. We find that with the Mandela effect, this interval stories. Uh, we just find it time and time again. They want to protect their fake little matrix reality. Anything that has to do with God or anything spiritual or anything supernatural, they want to give a uh, scientist credit for it or an equation and some bullshit. <clears throat> and that and that you know that to me is is you know if you're if you're mentally taking a download yourself that to me is also uh, explanatory as to where you know the people that you know we deem our actors are coming from because we see actors as as also us but every single person on tv like the actual actors know some shit that we don't know they know some shit about where we are that we don't know they're telling us stories i used to think back in the day that you know they're communicating through their movies or whatever but what they're doing is they're telling us stories. I mean, if you look at the story of Superman, how he gets his power from the sun and he can do anything, nah, 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 like that's almost a story of a human, right? If, if, if we hadn't been stripped away of, of understanding what we can actually, what we are actually capable of. Um, the firmament that people talk about, I mean, it's a possibility that we are literally an ant farm, you know, to uh, a more powerful being or, or a higher deity or something like that. You know, there's questions as to, you know, what the moon is. I, I, to me, the moon is one of the most fascinating things in the entire ecosystem. Like it is, it's just a beautiful rock or not rock, but it's a beautiful, it's just beautiful. It changes shape. It changes colors. It changes brightness. It changes. It lights up the sky. It's a, it's a moonlight. It's, it's phenomenal. The sun is the same thing. The sun is, is just as, as important, but the moon you can stare at forever and it stays up there. The sun I don't recommend staring at it, but there's also sun gazing, right? There's this whole thing about sun gazing and how it benefits us. And these universe entities, these places, these things that, that we are, where we are, how we're handling where we are. To be able to sit back and, and, and not know where we are at the same time as, as trying to tell people that where they think they are is wrong. Like if you don't believe you're on a globe, you're wrong. I think that humanity has to accept, I guess, their version of something to grow through it. And, and I love, I don't know, I love the opportunity that we have to, to cherish this. If you want to believe in God, if you don't want to believe in God, if you want to believe in new age, if you think that you're, if you think that you are God, if you think, you know, all this sort of stuff, that's cool. And, we will all change and we will all grow and we will all believe what we need to believe. But if you're going to attack someone for having a different belief than you, then just like Brian was saying earlier, I believe though, I believe that you work for the system. I believe that you aren't real. If you're being negative and if you're being a pile of shit to somebody else because of what they think, what they say, what they believe, then you're part of the system that's designed to oppress us. And I speak from somebody who lived a life an alcoholic life of sarcasm. I thought I was being funny, but I was generally being a piece of shit and I was hurting people's feelings and I was preventing them from opening their mouths maybe further or having thoughts or carrying a, a, a sentence because it was just funny to me. It was just funny. I was just being funny. And this is when I was dead asleep. And who taught me that that was funny? Who taught me that sarcasm was funny? Who taught me that being a dick to somebody who didn't deserve it was funny? Um, the system taught me that. So if you're not 
in my opinion, if you're not an agent for change, if you're not a, a proponent for positivity, then you work for the system that's trying to keep us all prisoners. Yeah, I agree. And that, you know, that to me is, is nuts because, and I've said, I've said about, you know, your energy, you have an aggressive energy, you know, a lot of the times on the show and I could see how, you know, certain people, you know, would, would take differently to that. But what I, what I like about the way you do things is you're, you're unforgiving, you're unabashed and, but you always come from purity at no point are you trying to hurt anybody at no point are you trying to say anything you, if you initiate the conversation, the statement or anything like that, it comes from a place of knowledge, care, and no matter how much passion you're putting into it, it's all coming from a solid place of proper placed energy. And then, yeah. and then it falls back on the haters, the quote unquote haters that we talked about, the peanut gallery, running their yeah. mouths. Every single one of you, anyone that calls me a shill in the comments when this goes live again, cool. You know, before I'd be like, oh man, that sucks. You know, but you, you just, you really, you know, there's so much that goes on. There's so much that you just get used to. And the more you push a message, the more you push a narrative. Literally the last post I put on Instagram, I'm going to read this because it's fucking fitting. Clack, clack. I think it was the last post I put on Instagram. Uh, let's see here. When you are visible, you will trigger other people's unhealed stories and bump up against old paradigms. Be visible anyway. Because anyone that attacks you, what they're showing you is the part of themselves that they cannot handle. And yep. that's, that's an interesting thing because you can, you can talk all you want and what you're doing doesn't really have anything to do with anyone other than you. Uh, but you're, you're choosing. You're, it's, I don't know. <laughs> interactions with humanity are fantastic and they change and interactions with humanity are also Mandela affected. They may be more localized, but how you remember something isn't necessarily how it was. No, not, I don't know. I feel no, like I've, I, I, I may have gone long. Is this, is this a good spot to wrap the show up? <laughs> yeah, that's cool. We can wrap it up. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's we could also go for another two or three hours. I'm sure of it, but uh, it, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's fuck, man. I mean, at the end of the day, when everything's all said and done, what an incredible time to be alive, really. Oh, it really is, and especially you know with the Mandela effect, is be able to see the changes. And this is a final point I wanted to make for me, uh, specifying where it was going and whatnot. I do think that it's more of like a, rather than this realm just coming to an end or whatever. I think that it's more like uh, a graduation process and people need to see the spiritual side before they can move on. And if they don't, um, they're just going to stay trapped in the system. They'll repeat until they're ready to graduate. That's kind of my thought on where it's going. And like you said too, it's like, you know, there's, there's not that it's coming to an end, but things are changing. Like there's, you know, something big is coming. You said that's not doomsday. That could be anything. Oh, right? no. so, something huge could be coming down the way. That's like a completely day of a complete different way of life and understanding where we are. And that will completely change everything. You know, Yeah, I think yeah. of it as something very positive, honestly. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. I'm, I'm in the same boat with that. Um, and there's also, there's also other things too, like with regards to time, time being linear, you know, we think that time is linear, but you know, what are dreams, what are dreams, what are memories, what are foreshadows, you know, yeah. is it possible that, like there's no there's no real proof that I woke up this morning and I was anything other than I am right now. My head's filled with memories. I got dropped I, I in think here. Everything, 
I think everything happens here and now. That's what I tell people. I don't think there's multiple timelines, universes, Earths. No, everything's happening here and now, and all these different frequencies are permeating through us all at once. And uh, they, I believe that these other people, they actually, there's like a, you could call, doesn't have a title, but you could say there's a disinformation network of frequency. And when it hits us, like that update hit you when you rejected it, that's mm -hmm. what happened to them. Shing, they just take it right in and soak it up. Yeah. And we're sitting in all these frequencies all day long forever, you know, always have been. And that ties in as well with the AI that I spoke of earlier. That's like that, you know, that I'm not saying AI is in the same computer that's running my cell phone, but I am saying like AI, like there's something out there that that's making people do what they're doing. And you and I, guys like you and me, we're just experiencing it. I have no control over what's on the television other than I can turn it on or off. I have no control over what people are going to say, think, feel, or do other than I can do my best to show them what I see but also mm -hmm. not care at the same time. Like it's, there's just this, this ability to, to have influence, to be influenced uh, and to witness influence. And mm -hmm. it is all frequency. It's a hundred percent all frequency. Yeah. I don't know. I love that. I love these talks. I love this show. I love having you on the show. Uh, always a blast. Uh, Again, we didn't do too much conspiracy or not. We did a lot of conspiracy. We didn't do too much Mandela, but that's cool. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to, in the link, uh, Brian did just put into my messenger, the video of him on the streets in LA. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Talking I actually, to I, I put the video of the doctor in your inbox, I think, but I'll give yeah. you the uh, link to that too. Well, the angry doctor, I, I think that's funny. So I'm actually going to tag that in the, in the video description. So that's going to be cool. in here. So you'll be able to see some of his work. We're going to be live uh, on your channel once this propagates and, and we get it all set up. We're going to be over there and probably in the comments asking or talking, answering questions. Um, maybe, maybe I'll be there. Maybe everybody will be there. But uh, I don't know, man. I had a lot of fun with this one and obviously not the last time you'll be here. So uh, fuck. <laughs> Another powerful uh, episode. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that in the infamous words then of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.